The heart is deceitful. Psalm 120 verse 2 says, Save me, Lord, from lying lips and from deceitful tongues. Romans 16 speaks of smooth talk and flattery which deceives the minds of naive people. But then we read in Jeremiah 17:9 that the heart, my heart, your heart, is deceitful among all things and desperately wicked. Jeremiah asks the question, who can know it? I'm so thankful that we have an all-powerful and supremely loving Savior who is able to heal our hearts as we die to our own desires daily and as we surrender our hearts to Him and trust Him for His best. So deceitfulness is something we all have to watch out for. We can all find ourselves in situations where we are operating out of deception. If you think of being on the receiving end of something being done to you out of deceit, it can be devastating and heartbreaking to realize that someone has been deceitful. Think of advertising and the deceptive practices many companies use. We all know the feeling of being under the impression we are getting one thing, only to be sorely disappointed with the reality of what we have given our money over to. We just didn't receive what we were told we would. Deception. While we analyze the deceit we can experience at the hands of others, we have to be careful not to act in sinful judgment, lest we ourselves be tempted to fall into the same sin ourselves, lest our own hearts become hardened. We read about David, who was a man after God's own heart, yet he acted in sin that stemmed from the deceitfulness of his own heart. He had to be brought to his senses, his eyes having been opened, and he then came to the reality and the brunt of his sinful behavior. We can be deceitful in our false appearances, in our choice of words, our choice to hide the truth by choosing not to use certain words, and deceitfulness in our hearts can lead us into many, many other sins, too many to name. In his article on the Beatitudes, John Rittenball writes, the normal human mind deceitfully convinces each person that they are good and love God, men, and law. 
But the reality is just the opposite. It is at war with God and men and hates God's holy, righteous, and spiritual law. It loves itself and its desires far more than anything else. It is this deceitful, self-centered enmity that exerts constant influence, pulling us into the defilement of sin. So let us look at deceitfulness as one of the 40 smart ways to die. As we consider the incredible sacrifice Jesus made when he chose to suffer and die, that we might have life here on earth, victory over sin, and eternal life in heaven. What happens when we are deceitful? We know of the hurt, pain, broken relationships, broken trust that can happen when we have been deceived, and that same thing can occur when we deceive others. So what are some ways we can look out for ourselves to keep ourselves out of this snare, this sin of deceit? How can we die to deceitfulness? We can begin to look at our own hearts. As with many of these things we've been talking about in this attaining life in death, it is an issue that stems from the heart. Apart from Christ, our hearts are incurably self-centered, self-absorbed, narcissistic, out of control. Our hearts even convince us that we are far better than we actually are. They hide us from the reality of what we are spiritually and morally, so much so that it can harden us to the extent that we are blinded to any failing in our character. It keeps us from seeing the heartbreak that is caused by our wrongdoings. We are unable to consistently obey God apart from the power and resurrection of Jesus and our acceptance of his cleansing power and continual openness to his sanctification. That is the message of the gospel. So when we do act in deceitfulness and we cause these problems in our relationships and within ourselves, we can ask God to help us by searching our hearts, purifying and cleansing our hearts, to ask him to give us pure motives in the things we do. It's a daily process and it is a daily promise. We can also take our time in our speech and in our actions and in our decisions before we quote-unquote publish things about ourselves, taking a moment to pray about it, to reflect on it, and ask ourselves questions about the integrity and genuineness of what we're sharing. 
Proverbs 14, 8 says, The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. When we choose to die to deceit, we are able to attain life by having clarity in our relationships, openness, honesty, and trust. And we experience more peace of mind through a genuine and open relationship with our Lord. So let us die to deceitfulness today.